Hi friends, welcome back to the Voice in the Desert podcast. My name is Nyasha Wittandi and with me here today is... Benedict. By the way, before we go any further, it is raining today, so please bear with us. We're actually sitting in the car, yeah. so if you hear any raindrops, raindrops on my window, then please just know that it's the rainfall. Yeah, how was your day? Day was okay, hectic, yeah. productive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. You want to go first? Clearly, I do. Um, guys, so um, with the first reading, the first reading, um, what just struck me is the Lord says to Moses, go down at once to your people. <laughs> like, right. God. Sorry, like, do you mean your people? <laughs> That's the person that just got me cracked up. Like, God, hold up, back up and do like, hold up, God. Like, do you mean your people? Because essentially these are god's people you know it's like the people you took out of the land of egypt you know yeah but then they're like your people god like they're your people and so it's just so funny i think for me it just proves that god has a sense of humor you know because we are made in the image of god and all these emotions that we feel they actually have a they have an origin and that origin is god so god has a sense of humor and i find it very odd when people think god is this all serious never laughing type of god but we get a sense of humor from god so it just it just it just struck me you know but um i love the fact that you know moses implored the lord and ask the Lord to forgive the Israelites. You know, we all need people who are interceding for us. We all need other people to pray for us and stand in the gap when we can't do it well enough. And so I think today is just a good day to ask yourself if you actually pray for other people or if you have anyone praying for you, mm-hmm. you know, because that's the thing. Like at times you're calling them your friends, but do they pray for you? You know, if you have a crisis today, will they actually like help you materially and also pray for you and cover you spiritually? Mm. So that is something to really ponder on. Like just ask yourself, ask yourself, you know, like my friends, are these people who will cover me spiritually? Are these people who actually cover me spiritually? I find the first reading, you know, one of those classic cases where, in fact, both readings just leave me, um, just leave me uh, thinking more about interpretation of scripture mm-hmm. more than anything. Because mm-hmm. I don't think um, the way that reading ends, that then God relented of the evil yeah. he wanted to use people. Like God was then calmed down by Moses, like, bro, oh, calm down, <laughs> you know, you can't. You and that's not how people. it is, because you know, like that's just not how it works. I don't think that's how it is, you know. That isn't. So that isn't. there's a sense of projection in a human perspective from yeah, wherever the writer was. Like at what times would they say, "So God was jealous and he relented from his evil"? Like, uh, yeah. Bro, like, so I, 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 I just feel like you know, this is one of the things that actually just get me questioning um, interpretation and understanding of the Bible, mm-hmm. and you know. Just trying to understand context and, you know, the, the, the how and the why is behind the writing and the context of the various readings we come across in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Even more so, yesterday's reading and today's reading just got me thinking, you know what? John's version of Jesus and Luke's version of Jesus 
totally two different things. John's version is a spicy one. Yeah, like <laughs> Christ is really <laughs> putting it in their faces that you guys, I'm the real deal. So I am the one, you know? Yeah. And then I, I, it just gets me questioning, you know, to, you know, like, so where is it exactly? I'm not saying they're both lying or one of them is exaggerating, but they're probably writing to appeal to different audiences. I feel like it's actually um, more of writing about Jesus based on your experiences. As we sit here, you've got one impression of Jesus, which you would talk about Mm -hmm. if you asked about Jesus. And my experience of Jesus is different. As a result, when we talk about Jesus, we give different, we relate about Jesus from the way we relate with Jesus, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's again, I think we've talked about this in a podcast episode. The voice you read, God's voice with when you're reading scripture, goes a long way in telling you what you think of God. So if you think of God as a as a as a and tyrant. An angry tyrant. Yeah, then you're going to project that and like tell people about God like that. Like, if you don't repent, God is gonna kill you, you know? But if you relate to God with you know, a softer, more oh, dad, loving God. So, how do you think John related to Jesus? I know, I is this like, the disciple who loved, who was loved the most yeah, by Jesus? This is the one that Jesus loved, hey. you know. And it's so sweet because you know, like, in as much as they were buddies, John, like, I feel like all these different accounts allow us to see, like into jesus more they humanize jesus in a more realistic way like there's so many facets to jesus he's not just like one person who's viewed the same by everyone who's related to you by everyone the same way you know Mm -hmm. so it's beautiful to know that they all had their own personal experiences with jesus and they all tell a different story and all these stories show us they show a a mosaic i I think for me it's it's also trying to, you know, reconcile the fact that the things that are written in scripture, they're not written in verbatim. Yeah, and the fact also is, you know, when the Bible was canonized, it wasn't meant for like argument or to prove a point. It was simply made for liturgical purposes. It's simply there for prayer. You understand? So if you're going to use it as a basis of, okay, this is Jesus' character, or ah, no, Jesus, Jesus is a spicy guy, like, yeah. you're, you're using the in Bible the incorrectly. Christ really got this because what God be thinking is this. In Luke, if you study the the, 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 the the Gospel of Luke, there's this theme that runs through Luke, which is called the Messianic Secrecy, you know? Um, and then in John, you have Jesus openly telling people that, no, I am the Son of God, you know? So, yeah, I, I, I kind of find that, you know, perplexing, and I really want to find out more, you know, about mm-hmm. interpretation of the Bible and, mm-hmm. you know, why these varying accounts, ETC, mm-hmm. you know. Do you think they're varying accounts per se or they are similar accounts, but each writing from his perspective? I think what happened also is, remember, these people also then did talk to people who were there when these things happened. Mm-hmm. And like you said, people tell a story from how they remembered it. Yeah. You know. From how they perceived it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think for me, the other thing that it touched me in the first reading was the fact that, you know, like, there's repetition. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out. I am your, I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of Egypt. You know, like, 
we we tend to forget the blessings God has given to us at times. Like when you pray for something for so long and then it finally comes, ah, you get overjoyed and then you you actually forget to thank God. You actually forget where the Lord got you. Oh, you thank God and you live in a in a way that doesn't show your gratitude. You live ungratefully. If yeah. I put it that way. Yeah. yeah, that is true. And yeah, for the gospel, I think for me, um, one of the things that touched me was where it said. How can you, how can you believe when you accept praise from one another? At times, I feel like we actually forget that this is all about the Lord. It's really less about making, making the podcast popular, or making Tandi famous, or making Fadi happy, or making a certain listener happy. It's really not about praising the other person. It's really less about receiving the praise. And it's all about, Lord, we're just doing the best we can. Like, the small little thing that we can do. So, I guess it's also... You know, when we got engaged... Um, I'm sorry to put this into this podcast mm-hmm. episode. But when we got engaged, other people probably wondered why there was no setup. Why it wasn't looking all picturesque and fancy and all that stuff. But that's the thing. Like... Are you doing it for you or are you doing it to get praise from the other person? Like, are you looking for, like, praise from another person? I'm not saying, like, don't do beautiful things. But at the end of the day, like, if you're going to do something beautiful, just ask yourself, is it for you or is it for other people? Will it actually make you happy? Do you want that extravagant wedding or you just want to prove a point? Do you want that expensive shoe or you just want to prove a point? Do you want that expensive car or you just want to prove a point? Do you generally want it for you or is it exactly like do you just want to receive praise from other people? I think, yeah, pretty much that's it for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add on? Yeah, the rain is upon us. So I think, yeah. Yeah, um, thank you so much. Please, would you say a word of prayer for my grandmother? She's not feeling too well. So, yeah, prayers up for her. I hope she feels better. If you would please say glory be or hail Mary, I'd really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you, friends. Have a good night. Good night. Bye. Bye.